Greetings, ladies and metalgents, and welcome to this latest rendition of Tales from Outer Space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And as always, I hope that you enjoy, and if you do, please consider supporting the channel. Now, on to the science fiction. Mom's little sister, written by underscore underscore dash underscore 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 dash 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 underscore. The sandwich shop started out as a namesake in Blyde. It was a small shop, owner-operated, and a hastily walled-off access door in a pseudo-factory district, Nouveau-Tlacupacu, despite not being a human colony. The locals had adopted a name in their honor. Those same locals set about mass-producing designs and rustic pottery and arts like fish to water, some would say. Thus, the sandwich shop was always popular with the pottery workers it shared the building with. At least until the authorities found out alcohol was being served at the site, served without a license or proper safety protocol. After the appropriate fines had been paid, inspections had been had, and the additional staff had been hired. The sandwich shop reopened as a proper bar, a bar that happened to offer sandwiches on the side, which Inchu, an aforementioned owner, still had the license for. While it wasn't the roughest of crowds, especially amongst the nauseatingly happy-go-lucky Bowler people that called Nouveau Tlacupacu's planet home, they thought they were the roughest and tumblest of the bunch. Inzu, who was one of the few Tria meant to remain on the planet, found it infectiously charming and sweet. Whereas humans would call the bowler large, pot-bearing figures with orange skin, the Tria were like angular beings more than once called space elves by those same humans. Inzu was sure it had to do with the long years. Unlike her patrons, Inzu bore the scars of conflict that had brought humanity planetside. Her right ear was missing two-thirds of its length. She still sported missing teeth on the right side of her mouth, and her right eye was partially fogged over, adding a more otherworldly aspect to her strange golden eyes with the U-shaped pupils. If that wasn't enough, her left hand had the use of two of its five digits, the others frozen in place due to nerve damage. Inzu looked as rough and as tumble as her patrons wished that they were. Inny, Inny, called one of Inzu's patrons, a younger and newer worker of the pottery shop. Where'd you get that marking from? He pointed to a tattoo on her left forearm. I thought your people hated body modification. As other, more regular patrons moved to hush and usher the younger compatriot away, Inzu just started to laugh. Everyone paused, eyeing the mutilated Tria. She wasn't prone to bursts of mirth or laughter. She stopped, realizing all her patron's eyes were fixated upon her. That, my young patron, is a story. She looked around as a smirk spread across her lips. If you all buy a finger of this, she produced a bottle of clear alcohol with labeling written in one of humanity's tongues. I'll tell you why I got the statue, why I'm still here, and why I look like I do. Her grin turned impish. Twenty-five credits glass for this particular mescal. This small eatery turned bar became chaos for a hot minute. People were hustling to the front to pay for the drink. Others asked if they could put it on the tab, and more offering to cover the tab for this one instance. 
As the crowd settled down, Inzu hopped up onto the bar and took a seat. You all know we trio have longevity, many others are jealous of. She looked around, taking a sip from the glass of mezcal she poured for herself. I became what you see today by being on the wrong side of history. I was a baddie. Some of her patrons blinked in surprise at the admission. That's right, I was part of the expeditionary force some 100 standards ago that conquered your planet. She opened her mouth, showing all of her missing teeth. She did the same that severed her ear and the foggy eye. She even took a step further, removing her shirt and the gasps from her patrons. Not because she was topless. After all, who didn't wear a bra of some sort? But from the burn scars across the majority of the torso. Once upon a time, she was a worse shape than she let on. My people are cruel, even to ourselves. I was a young officer from a well-to-do family, which is why I can read and write my own language, much less speak, read, and write yours. Her bluish skin, combined with the bluish lighting of her golden eyes, gave Inzu an almost shamanistic air. I had accepted that as normal. I had to be beaten nearly to death. She looked from eye to eye to her patrons, even set on fire before I started to question that. That is why your liberators, your humans, fascinate and terrify me. What followed over the course of the next half an hour was a history lesson. She started with a history lesson of Tria. Inzu described how her people's culture revolved around profit and might. You were in the right if you had the money to execute it or the might to enforce it. If you were low-born, you meant nothing and lived at the whim of your betters and never received any formal education beyond trade. That segued into her people's expansionist strife, focusing on how horribly they did slave alien populations given how horribly they treated their own. That was why we came to your world, to make beautiful art. You have the best artisans in the cosmos. That was why we did the things we did to your people. Inzu said with a heavy heart that appeared genuine. Her story shifted, recounting a tale of conquests and occupation that all Bola were familiar with, but from the opposing viewpoint. She described the reasons for the concentration camps and the eventual cleansing camps. It was all a means to an end for her people a means to control and profit from the best artisans known in the cosmos. As worried expressions started to drift among her patrons, Inzu offered a smile and a gentle laugh. Don't worry, my friends, I'm not a war criminal. I was part of the combat detachment, not camp guards or enforcement squads. She bobbed her head from side to side. Enforcement squads are what you'd call execution companies, the baddest of the baddies. Inzu paused, offering her patrons a complimentary refill of mezcal before the tale continued. That's the background. I believe our young friend, she turned her attention to the now very drunk bowler who had asked her initially, wanted to know why I had a tattoo. There was some snickering and laughter. It also has to do with how I got so scarred. She held her left arm up, elbow down and fist up which drastically altered the tattoo's proportions and imagery. It wasn't a weird amalgamation of color and shape. It was a distinct figure. A cute human figure in a red robe, dragging a severed head of some horrific horned beast by a horn. 
was two cute asteroids orbiting ahead. The figure itself looked grim and dark with skin tone no human could ever have. All of you know about Mom, humanity's Earth. She smiled, still holding her arm in place to show off the tattoo. What few of you know is that she was known as Earth-Chan, way back in humanity's history. Back then, they came up with the personifications of all of the planets in the solar system. Inzu shifted her weight forward, pointing at her right index finger. This is Auntie Rouge, otherwise known as marsh to the humans. These two, she pointed to the orbiting asteroids, are her moons Phobos and Deimos. This, she pointed at the severed head. It's a demon's head, the demon this little girl killed. She offered her patrons an impish grin, letting them all take in the tattoo. Auntie Rouge is the little sister of Mom, the undead, violent little sister of Mom. Inzu let that sink in. The undead little sister of Mom. After elaborating on what humans meant by undead, Inzu continued. Whereas Mom stands where every grand about humanity... All their positive, excellent points. Auntie Rouge is more feral. Auntie Rouge personifies the rage, the vengeance, the war that humanity has mastered over its eons of existence. Inzu let her arm drift down into her lap. Humanity strides hard to do Mom proud. They do things no other species will do. As you know intimately, to upkeep what their cultural identity demands. She shook her head. My species are the only ones, the only ones to ever encounter Auntie Rouge. Any reference you'll find to her will be here, on your own planet, due to a harsh occupation. There was a pause as Inzu downed the last of a drink. Auntie Rouge is why I'm missing teeth, why I'm missing part of my ear, and only have partial vision in my right eye. She set me on fire. She purged me of the horrible ways that I'd come to embrace and consider normal. She nearly killed me during my education, and I live in terror of her to this day. She poured herself another shot and quickly took it, but she made me question myself. That was when Mom swept in, the Mom you know and love, and built me up again. Confusion reigned over Insu's patrons, causing her to laugh. Auntie Rouge gave me a beating I deserved, my species deserved. She saved your species from us, something I am immensely thankful for. Then Mom swept in with open arms and tears of compassion, compassion, even for me. She shook her head, banishing tears. She swept in and told me I had done wrong, that I'd been a baddie, but it was all right. She would help me rehabilitate myself if I wanted. She would help me find peace. That part of that rehabilitation would be serving you for a time in a penance for my deeds. She smiled. My penance told me to love your people, to love people and humans. That is why I run this little shop. Inzu offered her patrons a toast, pouring herself more. That is why I marked myself for Auntie Rouge, because without Auntie Rouge, I'd never have known the happiness Mom brought to you. The happiness Mom brought to you and me. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope 
that you enjoyed, and if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one, and until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.